This is Bang Your Bookie's Wife, the sports gambling podcast that fully supports implanting stupid big diamonds in your forehead if you don't know what to do with your money. Uh, shout out to Lil Uzi Vert. That looked like it. Major Uzi Hurt. Uh, Rain Man, we got a little football game oh happening on, on Sunday. Uh, you might have heard about it. Who, who do you like in the Super Bowl? Oh, much, much to my chagrin. Wouldn't have seen my 20 to 1 future from the preseason being in the finals, but I'm taking Tampa Bay. We're sticking with Tampa Tom or whatever his nickname is, plus three against the Chiefs. Taking the field goal. Fair, fair enough. Uh, Capper, the other end of the pod, coming off a week hiatus after a successful college football season. Uh, we got one one major football game left outside of, the, of course, the FCS action that's waiting for us on the other side of the spring. But, Capper, who do you got in the Super Bowl? It was, it was nice. We had a refreshing 10 days to focus on the four Fs. Um, I am diving right into Tampa Bay plus three. Form Bay folks family. Um, Let's go. We can talk about it more in a second. Yeah, right? good, you know, good good for Tampa. Those strippers really need a win. I'm, I'm happy for them. <laughs> Listen, man, it's the real coach JB here. Man, I hear you've been hanging out with the wrong fucking crowd like a slapdick you are, man. Everybody thought you were fucking smart and all that shit because you watch CNN and MSNBC and fucking Fox News and all that. Sounds like you're a fucking dreamer. You're getting dumber. Get your fucking ass figured out. Go watch the real show. Watch. We will ban your bookies, wife. Step your game up. Stop being a slap dick. Make today a great day. All right, all right. This is Bang Your Bookie's Wife, uh, and this is, of course, our Super Bowl episode. But uh, also, this week was National Signing Day. We have that little smidge of college football that we are going to just cl- clasp onto with a death grip. Uh, National Signing Day, of course, is uh, always really fun because it sort of mimics the American system where the rich just consistently get richer and uh, the poor remain in Massachusetts. Uh, but does anyone uh, anyone have a general anyone have a general feel or anything that really stood out for them this fine day? Of course, Alabama, uh, statistically the greatest class of all time, I believe it was. Uh, surprise, surprise. Uh, but was there anything else? Uh, I'll start with you, Rayman. Was anything on your radar? The inevitability of the tide. Uh, one thing that did actually stick out to me, uh, go big corn with the 20th best class Pass. after everyone last Stop. week was sort of ringing the alarm bells about people leaving the program. Scott Frost, he's getting talent there. It'll be interesting <laughs> uh, to see what he can do in that weaker division in the Big yeah. Ten. Give him another two All years. Right. What was uh, his class li- last li- year? Yeah, yeah, listeners, just so you can know that Rain Man looks like a real idiot, go scroll through <laughs> Nebraska's class every year going back for the past decade, and you'll see they've always been in the 20s. It's not an impressive class at all. Right, but but the way now the media has written off 20. Nebraska, it's kind of surprising that they're still pulling top 20 classes. All right, fair, fair I enough. I will stick with the corn. You can turn into maize. I'll mixtamalize it into a tamale. Whatever you want to do, I'll eat the corn. <laughs> We got it. We got a slightly bigger episode. Uh, Coach and prop that Peter joining us too. Uh, either of you have any uh, general thoughts on signing day? I'll jump in. Yeah, I really liked uh, as much as I really don't like them. I like Texas A&M's class. Um, obviously, they've got Shamar Turner, the big uh, the big defensive end from DeSoto. But I think they really did a great job of getting the local Texas talent. Um, you look left and right. The Shadrach Banks, LJ Johnson, Bryce Foster out of the Houston area. They really kind of stuck to their roots and uh, a bunch of good four stars. Um, but 
Will it be enough to like compete with Bama? I don't know, but I think I, no, I think they're going to at least be making be. waves for a while in the SEC. It's not like a one-year uh, good year and then uh, yeah, fluke. they'll be around for a while. That's, yeah, they'll uh, be making that's waves. That's fair enough. Coach, do you have anything in, in the class that you were like? Uh, two, two things that stood out to me, guys. I actually give Tennessee through all the, the you know tumultuous happenings there with the, the change in coach, the recruiting violations to still – Pull out the top twenty class, pretty impressive on their part. Uh, um, impressive now, or suspicious? So let's I go. No, let's go. Suspicious. Um, did did know, somebody say McDonald's? A lot of happy meals out there. Well, in I don't know that it's impressive when they signed over, you know, three quarters of these kids two months ago before they fired their coach. That's well, pretty they, disrespectful. They, they kept them on, and, and well, let's just say if, <laughs> if if the house is going to come down, it might as well go down in epic fashion. So they're probably committing violations as we speak. Uh, and why so wouldn't you? Two, two other note, two other notes that popped up to me. You know, you guys know, the, you guys know the game better than me. Uh, but what I would say is, Maryland, of course not. Maryland top twenty class, pretty impressive. You don't usually associate Maryland with top twenty classes. Got a five Got star. Got a five star, which probably is why. Um, and you know, Rainman point, pointed this out earlier today. South Carolina number seventy six. Like you've got to be trying to have a recruiting class that bad in the SEC. Yeah. Oh, they just yeah. They're the biggest thorn. South Carolina seventy six, Vanderbilt at forty nine. Well, someone explained that. South Carolina just has a lot of talent returning to the field <laughs> next season. Um, I, in the spirit of NCAA football coming okay, back to sense. video game consoles everywhere, I am tapping the restart button on all of college football. This is a joke. The rich get richer. The poor continue to stay poor. They will never ever compete with Alabama, Ohio State. Clemson it is just like a disgrace how bad the like it's just out of control we need to we need to hit it's a dynasty mode right now and you just like get the best talent every single year you're winning the Heisman every year it's not even fun at a certain point you gotta start over I, I, I was thinking it's about time that we have a college football stimulus all of the all of the top five teams they should give all of the teams below one five star player and a four star player uh, maybe a three maybe an extra two four star players to really like get them going. It seems only fair at this point. Uh, the one I one class that kind of at least I'm excited. That might be what's happening at Jackson State. <laughs> Jackson State catching in a few stimulus. rocking it. I'm I'm pretty excited about what Mac's doing at North Carolina. He's now like sort of racking up a few. He's last year was a top fifteen class too, and he has another top fifteen class this year. He's he, he has some talented players coming in there. I, I I love what he's doing with that program, especially because when he got hired, a lot of people were kind of like, I don't know, I don't know, he might have been over the hill. But old uh, the old used car salesman, he is after it. Uh, I've been I've been pretty impressed with what Max doing. Of course, shout out to Tennessee, uh, just trudging forward regardless. And and I want to give just a, a special they persist a special shout out to my personal favorite player in the class, uh, which I think, as you all know, it is a uh, new Tyler Junior College quarterback, General Booty. Um, uh, someone. Of course, it's uh, John David Booty's nephew. Uh, he is the uh, the brother of Fat and Big. Uh, but I I think <laughs> it does. I'm curious when you name your kid when you know your last name is Booty and you name your kid General. It has to be like a boy named Sue situation, right? Like they, like you gotta you gotta get tough or else you're just not gonna make it in this life if you're a General Booty. 
You you can't convince me with that name. The kid didn't storm the Capitol in January. <laughs> <laughs> well, we need to check the tape. Check the parlor tapes. <laughs> one last one last note I'd add. Um, top ten recruiting class for University of Michigan, which will solidify their preseason number one ranking. Michigan is number one in the arrogance rankings, <laughs> unanimously voted, with Florida State coming in. With their, I think, twenty-second ranked class, they will they will likely start the season as a <laughs> unanimous number two. So the arrogance rankings are out, are expected to be out <laughs> soon. I would expect you'll see Michigan number one, Florida State number two. Incredible, but but truthfully, well, like when will it end? We, it's well, what same. we've it's what we've talked about over and over. It's the nature of the playoff itself. Uh, like some uh, some people want you to believe that par- that the parity hasn't changed at all, but Look at these classes. Every single kid is going to the schools that they think are going to be in that top four for the playoff. That All the talent's being funneled, it seems like, very much. Uh, of course, like it, it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see how, how it plays out long term, but it ultimately... Uh, it, no, it won't be. It, that's the problem. It won't be interesting. It won't all. be interesting at all. You're very right. <laughs> uh, I think it might change a little bit when we start seeing NIL rules take more effect and... Oh yeah, I'm sure when the NIL rules come into come into effect, uh, all of these programs at the top will have less money. So, <laughs> it's, well, yeah. I mean, Tuscaloosa local car right, dealers no will definitely right not be paying local school over Alabama. Yeah, there's know. still not going to be Maybe. a reason. Like, are you going to pay for a third? Take, third take your Bama, take your Bama future and hedge in the natty with the with the dog. All right, uh, but of course, uh, once again, uh, shout out to General Booty. You have an open invitation to uh, take my spot as the host of this pod whenever you want. Uh, and now uh, let's go, let's go, let's go to the big game. Let's go to the one that counts. Uh, this is the weekly. I don't know. This is very confusing to me. I hope I picked the right one. Winners, 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 winners. I feel ten feet tall right now. The weekly. Strong as an ox. All right, these are the picks that count, the picks that matter, the picks that make you money. It is the Super Bowl, and this is the weekly. Um, and to just start things off, uh, we have we have a, a, an interesting split. Of course, at the top of the pod, we had uh, Capper and Rayman are on top, Tampa Bay plus three. Uh, Prop Bet likes Kansas City in this game. And uh, Coach, I'm curious who you're on. Oh, man, I, I've been wrong this entire postseason, so um, take that with a grain of salt. But... Um, you know, everything is sort of telling you um, when you really study the matchup that I think Kansas City is going to struggle to protect Patrick Mahomes. I don't know that Patrick Mahomes is 100% healthy with that foot and the toe. Um, I think they're going to have a lot of trouble blocking them, but I just I, I can't pick against uh, Patrick Mahomes and Kansas City just too explosive. They'll make a few big plays, and and the defense is underrated. That's just that's just fact on Kansas City. So you're just I I, I understand the pick because Kansas City is one of those teams where you do I've wanted to find a reason to bet against them all season, but they're one of those teams that just they they get points. They win games. They Listen, just they win games. I can go to my bosses on Monday morning and and I'm not going to get fired. <laughs> I'm not going to get fired for picking Kansas City. Let's put it that way. Uh, that's that's to see why i guess we'll we'll, i'm curious uh so we have coach's logic uh prop bet why why do you like casey in this game yeah i think um 
I think it just comes down to Patrick Mahomes. I I will give Tampa's defensive line the nod um, against the KC O-line, but Kansas City um, isn't really known for running the ball. Um, so Tampa Bay's strongest, fast of their defense is their run defense, which allows less than 100 yards rushing a game. But that's not what Kansas City does. They sling the rock. Uh, Mahomes extends plays. They have these gadget push passes um, and all sorts of backfield motions that really confuses you. And I think that Mahomes and that offense is just going to be a little too much. Yeah, be, be on the lookout for that prop bet. I, I like that call. I think to Kansas City, Tampa Bay is probably the most aggressive defense on, on film. They they pursue, pursue, pursue. Kansas City will have some chances to sort of run the the reverses, the, you know, pitch passes, the, you know, um, Tyree Kill coming around the end and faking yeah. it to him. They'll have those opportunities. I'm glad. So I'm glad we do have this split because this is a very this is a tough Super Bowl to pick because what both of you have just done is you picked against Tom Brady at home in a Super Bowl, which is uh, home field well, doesn't matter home. with the NFL and the ticket yeah, situation. Just, you but can, but it's, what about yeah, the just gonna be healthcare? Yeah, have you thought about the sod though? Let's talk sod. He knows the it's ball February. pressure. He knows the ball it's pressure. February let's, in Tampa. Let's talk, let's talk sod. What do you got on it's the February sod in Tampa? Let's talk a little sod. Thank God. Who knows that talk sod it. better than anybody? I think they use a Bermuda green as the uh, field. Tampa there. knows it. Also, Randall keep James. in mind, fifty percent chance of rain. Um, yeah. So I got like I, I got a grass yeah. guy, but he doesn't okay, sell sod. Can we, can we stop the <laughs> KC masterpiece love fest over here for a second? Because th- these takes are about as sweet and thick as that awful barbecue sauce. Uh, so Tampa Bay plus three. Like yes, coach, you said it right. Uh, the line of scrimmage, if you look at it, it looks like Tampa Bay might be able to get some pressure on KC, and that's going to be a problem for what might be an injured Patrick Mahomes. And then you went and just picked with the public? That doesn't make any sense. Pro Bowl left tackle Eric Fisher is not going to be playing for KC. Meanwhile, the Tampa Bay Bucks have just gotten healthier and healthier and healthier on the defensive line. We're going to see what happens when the dunk months do. GBC, Vita Vey, JPP, Shaquille Barrett. They're going to be going after Mahomes all day. The GBC was go big corn, yeah. by the way, uh, to clarify. And Mike Remmers, who was signed for a veteran minimum preseason, is going to have to slide from right tackle to left tackle without any other game experience except for this practice window and try to block with the best defensive line in the NFL. And you're getting points, and you're getting Tom Brady magic. Tampa Bay plus three, and the public's on KC. I, you can't in good faith pick KC here. You just can't. You Listen, can. I, I think I think Andy Reid will scheme around to protect that left tackle, and I don't think you'll see them exposing Mahomes too much. You know, to um, violent hits. Kansas City usually likes to get their backs out into the route, so they like to send five out. Um, but um, I think they'll try to. Uh, Probably gonna need that back in protection a little bit chip. more. I think they'll get creative. I think you, you, you'll see a second tight end from time to time. You, they'll they'll find a way to scheme around hey, that. Hey, hey, fair, hey, coach, it's coach, a fair, it's a fair point. What's the uh, best way to beat pressure, coach? Is, um, the screen game. Yeah. This is um this is simple yeah, because Tampa's got pretty good cornerbacks. This is simple because if you asked anybody, if you asked a hundred NFL football fans what the line would be in a potential Kansas City versus Tampa Bay Super Bowl. They would say four and a half points, six points, seven points before the playoffs started. Line opens up at three. Seven and a half. Hasn't, open, hasn't moved. 
It's only gotten the lack. It, the lack of movement. The only thing they're doing is making. The only thing they're doing is making you pay extra juice on Kansas City right now, and that pretty much tells me all I need to know. That the absolute best side you can be on this weekend is Tampa Bay, taking plus three. I mean, I, I Tampa Bay is the more balanced team. They've got the defensive line, but they will be able to run the football against Kansas City very easily, especially with how well Leonard Fournette is. Like he's been rejuvenated playing under the greatest quarterback of all time with Tom Brady. Um, He was pounding the rock last weekend, breaking tackles, getting met at the line of scrimmage, pushing forward for three or four, breaking tackles three or four yards deep, getting an extra 10 yards. I mean, it was like... A renaissance for Leonard Fournette when he's only 26 years old so like what you know it hasn't this been that long this is what concerns me when I look so I I think this is the mat the matchup of court I think is exactly what Rain Man said it is how well is it's Kansas, all trench Can, play. how well is Kansas City's O-line going to be able to block and Tampa has been they look at the beginning of the season they look like a bunch of disparate players and then during the playoffs they have really they seem to have turned it on. They look like a very different team. And what I think about is arguably the best D-line that Kansas City played up to this point is is Cleveland. And they could have lost that game. They probably should have lost that game if Cleveland hadn't a shit yeah. the bed completely. So that's sort of the game. That's sort of where I'm looking at here is like this key matchup. I agree with where, co- where especially like what coach is talking about with Patrick Mahomes is almost like a hard thing to handicap. He's this wild card guy who can make plays that he he might be. You, I'm sure I'm not. I can't count on, my, on one hand. Don't I can't count it. one hand how many quarterbacks have looked better than him. He he's doing something different out there. But I think if you're betting money on it, it, it the line not moving is very interesting. Of course, uh, the fact that usually you see a little movement on the Super Bowl, people have a beat. The fact that the line hasn't moved at all. It's it's a it's a close game. I guess uh, before we get to the prop bets, does anyone have any, especially after the, the, during the conversation, any sort of things that are still lingering they want to throw out there? I I think it's interesting because you look back at well Kansas City's matchup with Buffalo last weekend. Buffalo in their first game against Kansas City, Kansas City basically told them you're not going to throw the ball deep against us. You're not going to throw these intermediate routes. Like if you can run the football against us, great. Like we know we can't stop it anyways. So Buffalo pounded the rock, pounded the rock, pounded the rock. They're within one score at the end of that game. Last week they went into it, and Josh Allen, I think they threw the ball on every play but one play in their first four drives. And it was like, I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to play to their strengths there, but like Kansas City, you're going to be able to run the football against them if you're Tampa Bay on offense this weekend. And nobody loves to run the football more other than maybe Arthur Smith with Tennessee on first and second down than um than tampa bay they've done it all year and leonard fournette's only getting better all season so i just i think that they're going to be able to move the football early get out to a lead chris jones is gonna chris jones is a pretty crucial player in this game uh one way or another uh coach you look like you have something on your mind yeah i i I hear you capra tampa bay does run it off on a first and second down um I, I'm not sure Bruce Arians is going to get to the Super Bowl and, and just decide he's going to pound the rock 20, 35 times. I, I, I just don't. Bruce Arians <laughs> is not, it's not his nature. Well, I don't know that, 
I don't know that he has to do that, but I mean, you run the ball early on downs, you run the ball often, and it opens up that play action, which Tom Brady, 43 years old, he's so good at the play action. Yeah. With those weapons at wide receiver and tight end, he's going to find his spots. He's been in this spot 10 times now. How about how about that we got Antonio Brown versus Le'Veon Bell and 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 nobody really cares. They're both minimal. Le'Veon Bell's not. <laughs> I mean, Le'Veon are, Bell are either play. of them really even going to be on the field? Yeah. Like, I mean, what a great storyline. Yeah. Um, I, I I will two. say. I mean, we got we got a little preview of these guys. I think it was at week eleven, week twelve, and um, y'all are talking about this vaunted Tampa Bay defense, and the Chiefs just came out and just punched them in the face. And I know it's a regular season game, a little dynamic. Okay, stop, 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 I stop, mean, stop. Yeah. KC won the game by three points, and Tom Brady. Oh had more come on, that, that game. That yeah, game yeah, was in garbage time. Dude, the, the, that game was over. It was seventeen zero in the first. It's a three point game. Don't say they punched Good him. Good teams win. They did punch was, him. They, the the, Buc- the Buccaneers scored two touchdowns late. It, it was, was like one of those. It was like one of those light Irish jabs where your hands are far in front of your face. You just Kind of, a lot of so, great teams cover. So one last note I'd add: T- Todd Bowles is good at blitz. That that is what he's done his entire career. He's, he's loves he's the blitz. Do that. Loves the blitz. And you know they're gonna hit some quick ones. To, they're gonna hit some quick ones hot to Tyree Kill to Travis Kelsey. Can Tampa Bay make that initial tackle? Because if they don't, that ball's gone a long way. And and we'll get to that. Well, yep. that's a tease for what's coming in my yeah. My we got today. let's. That, I appreciate the segue because we're gonna have more time to talk about. We're gonna have more time to talk about these games because we have some prop bets coming up, which of course is the real joy of the Super Bowl. Just shamelessly betting on everything, uh, and and of course it wouldn't. I feel like it's only appropriate if we're talking prop bets uh, to to start with prop bet Pete. Uh, what's your what's your favorite prop in this uh, game? Uh, tails. Love that. Never fails. Yeah, okay. That's your favorite. That's your favorite. Well, no, no, no. Uh, so my fa- <laughs> if I had to have a big rubber for <laughs> props, it'd be, uh, it, it'd be Scotty, uh, Scotty Miller over 25 and a half receiving yards. Uh, that'd be my big rubber. Uh, the one knock on Kansas City is that their defense struggles against slot receivers. I don't know if Antonio Brown's healthy. And so you'll have your share of Godwin in the slot, but count on Scotty Miller to have three to five targets and have one to two catches maybe even breaking a big one, uh, that one's too easy. All right. Hmm. Fair enough. Uh, Rayman, you got, you got a prop you like? Let's start. Which one, which one are you on? Uh, yeah, so what will happen first in the game, sack plus 105, uh, the, the opposite of that is touchdown minus 145. I'm taking the sack for the reasons I mentioned above. I think that the KC O-line might struggle a little bit early uh, and Tampa Bay gets a sack. As Coach Bill Yost said, we blitz all night, except in a different accent. No, Tom Brady never gets sacked, dude. That's the whole thing. He literally will throw the ball to anywhere on the field to <laughs> avoid a sack. No. You think you think he's going to have jumpy hands in the Super Bowl? He's doing that to avoid injury. I don't think that's the case here, and he's slow Stop. now. Stop. It's, <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, fine, you take touchdown. If you want touchdown, it's take touchdown. It's a subpar play. I'll bet it with you right now. Take his action. We'll talk, we'll talk we'll, offline. Talk off um, Cow- I'm, I'm taking Tampa Bay over 92 and a half rush yards. Yeah. They'll control the line of scrimmage on the offensive end. They'll be able to run the ball. Byron Leftwich, nobody loves to run the ball more. We've already talked about it. He's going to pound the rock. They, it's 30 to 35 carries total for their running backs. 92 and a half is easy in a Super Bowl. 
uh, it's worth giving a shout out to uh, the first ever Super Bowl with with two Jewish offensive linemen. How about that? Uh, we got Ali Marp, Ali Marpet, the carpet, not his nickname, and also Mitchell Schwartz, which you probably could have guessed. Um, but <laughs> neither is he, is he playing. Ma- I don't know. Maybe I think so. Yeah, he's a he's a question mark, right? I think uh, I don't know. In his Judaism, he'll play. In his Judaism or in his on-field play? <laughs> no, he, he'll he's, play. Do we, do we have any look, stats look, on if we're, if we're getting into if we're getting into faith in God, yes, list list me at Q. Uh, but I think uh, let's go next to uh, <laughs> let, let's go next to Coach. What's your favorite prop bet? Oh man, good question. A lot of a lot of good action out there. Um, you know, the, the one I always <laughs> the one I always laugh at is is you can usually bet on whether um, the team that wins the t- like what what the team is going to call or something like that on the coin toss and you know usually that's data you can probably figure out the answer to but my my favorite uh prop is Tyreek Hill over 27 and a half longest reception um I just see him catching one and uh you know potentially um breaking breaking a tackle or two or just getting one over the top or as CBS breaks down every single game that the Chiefs play they're going to run that route where they just have him sprint across the field and he'll catch one on the <laughs> No one's figured that out yet. Yeah. It's been like fucking four or five t- Tony, years. Tony and... Romo's the only person that knows. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> uh, personally, I'm I also fine with that problem. Yeah, uh, I like that. We're going to talk offline about that one too. We're talking so the much offline. Way. I think that's going to be a big boy one. A big I don't boy even know back. why we're online talking right now. We got to talk about all this shit <laughs> offline. Uh, I, uh, I'm going my, my favorite. I love orange Gatorade this year. I feel really good about orange Gatorade this year. Uh, just in my bones. That's, that's uh, a sucker's I, bet. I, you, you do realize the team colors are red. Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be red or purple. Seems like an obvious fruit punch. I, clear have you been watching the tape? Have you purple's been watching on the a Gatorade hell of a, tape? Yeah. Purple's on a hell of a run. Orange, orange last three last. So purple got it twice last 10 years. <laughs> orange three times. Don't come at the king. Don't come at the king, boss, on the Gatorade bet. Don't come at the king. And then the other one I like, and I do What's this our every value year. Day, though? I'm Fair going enough. over on national anthem over one. No, don't do it this year. This is there's the two, year of. There's two singers. There's this two is singers. This the year of the, som- the somber anthem where we just. Who's singing it this bra- year? We we burst through that thing. and We get ready for football. I don't give a shit. Nobody's gonna. There's Nobody's two. extending notes this year. 2020, you're extending notes. All right, all right. You're, there's two singers in the Super Bowl. Did I did I mention that there's two singers? Do you think that they're gonna just rush through this bad boy? I, I think that isn't they're it, gonna. I I gotta I gotta I gotta, th- I gotta think that they're gonna go quickly because they want to put their mask back on. Isn't nah. it two guys? Yeah, the, I want. I don't exposure to the air. I'll, I'll, I'll level with you. I did not look up who the singers were. I just saw it was two people, and I thought about it, and I was just like, hey, harmonies. Uh, I think it's ahead. gone over like four years in a row. Understood. Went, I think it went under last year. If uh, you go that was under, a technicality, if I you think. Go, like, honestly, America really needs you to go over with the anthem. Like, this is, we're, in a, we're a country to Oh, you're looking for a, let's say you're looking I for a, a sign of I'm strength. I'm expecting, it's I'm, I'm hoping for, I'm, I'm hoping that this, uh, I'm hoping that this 15 minute national anthem and really Jazz brings the country it. together. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and you also never know. Maybe like midway through, like they stop, they have to run off and get the words. That happened to that one singer one time, and she fell on the ice. We all remember that. Uh, 
but that's my analysis uh prop bet what's the yes, next uh, what's wild. the next one you like in this one what's the next prop you like if you have an alt line on that national anthem i'd consider it um but i like uh <laughs> i like i like travis kelsey over 98 and a half receiving yards um i think after the first matchup i think todd bowles todd bowles is gonna try to do his best to neutralize tyreek hill and they're gonna overcompensate for that and that just means more kelsey Oh yeah, they're just gonna forget about Casey's nah, best. Yeah, I love it's it. not. <laughs> they're gonna well, no, they're gonna make Casey drive the field, and that's gonna be 10, 12 yard donks to Kelsey instead of allowing the big play. You do not want to be on the wrong side of the Kelsey receiving yards bet. That guy is. I'm gonna be on a Travis that Kelsey guy is under on dynamite. Sunday. He is so good. Oh my god. That's why everyone's on the over. That's gotta be one of the most public bets yeah, on the board. So. I love it. I, no, it's so no, many yards. It's so many yards. There's totally going to be people hammering the under. I love it. Oh, yeah. People are going out in droves about the under on Travis Kelsey. <laughs> At a, under 100 Whatever. yard. Bar, okay, Rain Man. No okay, shot. Big Mouth. What's what's the bet you like? What's a better bet than that, shithead? All right. I, I got I got a little couple of little, little tied together touchdown prop bets. <laughs> that was mean. Uh, <laughs> so I think you have to take this. That was a little mean. You have to take this. Uh, first touchdown, <laughs> Brady 20 to 1. You just got to okay, take it. I, I honestly like that bet better. First, uh, I really first like it. What, what is your first <laughs> we, touchdown we, bet? He has a proclivity to keep you sneak. Brady, 20 uh, to 1? So that's my first touchdown bet. Ba- Brady, 20 to 1. 20 to 1. I, I actually... You get a pass interference on Chris Godwin or Mike Evans in the end zone, cash it. Is that Brady team? Is that any touchdown or is it just Tampa Bay? Uh, any touchdown. I have McCole Hardman, okay. 15 to 1. No, Michael Hardman hasn't scored a touchdown in no. 69 years. I'm, I'm gonna come over. Yeah, I'm gonna come over the top. Nice. Of that. <laughs> um, I like. What do, got, what do you got, Coach? I like Cameron Brake 22 to one first touchdown. Um, <laughs> of course you. Do. I'm fine with that. I looked at Cameron Brake. He had, I he like had that. a spider like spider two eye banana or what? He scored last week. Scored last week. He almost scored in the Washington game. He's been featured. He did. featured more and more in the passing game. I. I'm I'm fine. It's big. I, 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 Brady loves him as a red zone target. Kansas City players get a little bit too much of the juice. Uh, they don't. They get too uh, not good enough odds. You favor a Tampa Bay player here. I would. I'm going Brady. Brady. All he does is catch touchdowns. And he's an Ivy League, Ivy League guy. Ivy League guy. Give him credit. All he does is all he does is catch touchdowns and develop a positive rapport with Tom Brady. I don't. Uh, are, I don't know that you. I. I can't advise taking a tight end not named Rob Gronkowski if you're going to do that. Watch the film. Who? Capper, you're seeing it oh, on film. That, that's the tight why end you take Brady. No, so that, that I've was seen the corollary, it. Capper. I'm glad you mentioned it. That's the problem. Uh, it's any a Super Bowl. Any time the game. It's a, it's a Super Bowl. Gronk plus 225, a touchdown at any time of the game. Yeah. I think that he him and Brady it. have a wink-wink agreement. He wants it. He hasn't been feeding Gronk lately in the postseason because Gronk quite hasn't, hasn't been Gronk. Yeah. They'll find a way to get him a touchdown. He needs it. Book it now. Why he come back? To, he didn't come back out of retirement to not get this touchdown. Why come back this year if you're not going to catch a touchdown in the Super Bowl? It would be nice if that guy's husk of a body just catches that touchdown and then finally disintegrates into dust because, my goodness, it is wild that he is still playing football right now. Uh, I it, it, You don't watch many football players. like You know it's like a physical game and like a painful game, but Rob Gronkowski makes it look very painful. Like He looks like he, he looks like he's in... Anytime he catches a ball, anytime he does everything, he is out there limping. It's tough. All, all respect to... He basically to, plays in a full body cast. All respect to Rob. I don't know that that's the football that did that to him. 
<laughs> Live hard. It was probably the entourage. Um, let's uh, <laughs> it could have been. Uh, let's go next to uh, Capper. You have another prop bet you like here. Um, so this one's my long shot bet of the Super Bowl, and bit, really, this is just because I think the game's going to be close in the fourth quarter. I think it's going to be within one score, and I am taking will the winning team trail in the fourth quarter plus two ninety. Yes. Um, both of these teams are capable of mounting furious comebacks on one side. You've got an unstoppable offense. that has been scoring points at historic paces the last two seasons under Mahomes. On the other side, you've got the greatest quarterback of all time with Tom Brady, who has mounted more fourth quarter comebacks than anyone in NFL history. I think this one's pretty, I mean, it's just fun. It's just fun. You're going to be eating your dip in the fourth quarter and you're going to be rooting for somebody to come back here and Let's i think have that's some fun. the best part about the nfl i think that's the best part of the super Bowl. i like it have some fun i like it i like it too i like it too also just because the makeup of kansas city's wins have been so much just like piling on the points when they they're a clutch team man they they they, they score, are they score when they need to they get stops when they need to that's why it's a hard team to bet against uh let's go i think we have well one. we're not we're not going to talk about it the defense take plays off but we're not going to talk about we got uh we got one. Uh, I mean, this is the time to talk. What else are we gonna talk about? Uh, <laughs> We're uh, gonna take that one offline. We'll save for 2021. <laughs> We're gonna have a podcast offline. It's not for our Patreon or anyone else. It's just for us. <laughs> Go fuck yourselves, guys. Uh, next, we got a uh, coach. What's your last? Uh, what's your? You have one more prop on the board, coach. So I, I uh, respect Capper's views that the Bucks are gonna run the football. I think they're going to, um, but I think this is Uncle Lenny's backfield. And uh, this is not a this is not a one this is not a one A and a one B. This is this is Leonard Fournette clearly as the number one back. I got Ronald Jones under thirty four and a half rushing yards at plus one fifteen on on my on my site. Um, I I just don't think Arians has the confidence in Ronald Jones. I think the backfield has flipped. I think you saw when Ronald Jones was the the lead back, Fournette wasn't getting a ton of work. I don't think Arians is going to turn this backfield over to Ronald Jones in the Super Bowl. I think he gets a series here and there, but I don't think he's getting eight, nine, ten carries. I think he's getting closer to five or six carries, and, and I don't think that gets 34 and a half yards. I think that's smart, Coach. I like that, Coach. Um, especially yeah, after what he worried about breaking one big, big run, but you, you got to be on the under, so you're over there. I agree. Especially uh, after what he did last weekend again, or a week and a half ago against Green Bay, yeah. Leonard Fournette. I mean, he's running like he's 22 years old again. It's incredible. The, the real. We're, uh... How old is he? Like 25? Yeah. <laughs> he's young. He's, he's on he's his rookie contract the, still. The, the real sad part, <laughs> the real sad part, guys, is that, you know, we've probably collectively put our children through college on, on Daryl Williams overs in the first two games because people thought Le'Veon Bell was going to get the rock against Cleveland. And then people thought, like, Absolutely. Edwards Alaire would get the ball more against uh, Buffalo. So we've put our kids through college on those winnings. But I'm scared to do it this week because I just think my kid, my kid got a doctorate, actually. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. But I'm just, I'm just worried Kansas City says screw it and doesn't even bother trying to run the ball all that much and, and slinging it all over the place. Hey, Coach, I got a question. We were kind of talking about the uh, the game against Green Bay. Can you talk about Matt Lafleur's decision really quickly to kick the field goal? Oh man, you guys. I mean, I hate to go, <laughs> I hate not. to go this route, but I'm gonna say it. I've done this 20, 20 plus years, closing in on thirty years now, almost. 
Um, Goodness. And, and I would tell you this much. A long time. That was one of the dumbest decisions I've ever seen. I mean, this notion, this notion that coaches have nowadays that I'll kick the ball off and I'll get it back and score, the, the amount of things that have to break your way it, it's just incredible. I mean, th- that game was just a joke at the end. How about how about Tampa Bay's return guy going down before the two-minute warning when all he had to do was <laughs> run around? Was... But f- fortunately, fortunately, Arian saved it by throwing the ball on that first down, which was brilliant. Um, and fortunately, <laughs> fortunately, LaFleur jumped off sides, and that was the right move. But... Um, yeah, I can't. You know, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'm I'm waving the de- I'm waving the kicker off the field there. That was. I gotta hard. say, it's a relief to actually hear from a competent coach. I I thank God for that. Uh, we kind of came we came at you fast and furious here. So before we head off, I want to do uh, just recap the props we got on the board. Uh, we have prop at Pete who is on Scotty Miller over 25 and a half receiving yards. Uh, uh, he has Michael Hardman 15 to one at first touchdown. Kelsey 90 over 98 and a half receiving yards, a controversial pick. Uh, Rayman is on uh, a sack happening before first TD. Brady first touchdown 21 and any Gronk touchdown in his withered husk of a body. Capper is on Tampa Bay over 92 and a half rushing yards, and that the uh, the winning team will trail in the fourth quarter at plus 290. Oh, the Joe Public in me loves that juice. Uh, Ronald yeah, J. Coach has uh, Ronald Jones uh, under uh, 34 and a half rushing yards. Tyree Kill over 27 and a half receiving yards. I think that yeah, might be longest my favorite reception. one on the board. Longest reception. Uh, a longer reception, yeah. pardon me. And then we got uh, the Orange Gatorade and over one minute, 59 <laughs> seconds of the National Anthem. Uh, lock of the century. Uh, Rain Man, I got to ask, you have to, if you had to eat one Super Bowl snack for the rest of your life, what do you got? Wings. Pizza. Pizza. Ooh. Pizza. Pizza. Ooh, pizza. It's got to be pizza. I, I, I guarantee I know it, Cappers. Cappers is the little sausage wieners. That was close. Little Smokies. The little pig wieners. Yeah, with a little with a little Pillsbury uh, breading around it. The old pig in a blanket. Yep. Uh, I, think, you're, you're I, I think if I'd have one snack, it'd just be beer. <laughs> <laughs> bring, bring on the dipping There's sauces. There's always that guy, Prop Ben yeah. Uh, yeah, me just just a block of cheese. I don't got time to melt it down. Just give me. Just, I'm gonna be efficient this year. Uh, I'm, it's 2021. I want to die. 